you're probably going, ah, what are they playing Abba for in the middle of a church service? Ah! <laughs> I don't know if any of you actually managed to listen to the words, but it's about praying. She's calling out, she's gimme, 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 a man after midnight, you know. Come and help me take my troubles away. She's, she's got problems. She's troubled. She wants God or somebody to come and help her in the situation. So she's out there praying. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. I can. I've had times in my life when I've just called out, you know, give me, give me, give me this, God. I can't stand it. I was single for a long time and I was going, give me, God, I want a husband. I want a husband. When am I going to get a husband? You know, I'm a good person. I deserve a guy. And, you know, I guess some, sometimes we, we look for things in our lives and we just call out in desperation. Sometimes it might be sickness, that you're sick and you just really want something. And you, it, you want the healing and you're desperate to get that healing and you call out to God. Whatever it is, sometimes we do do that. And, you know, the story that we just read was exactly that, that last reading. Elijah, here's Elijah. You know, this guy had done so much for God, believe it or not. He'd gone out and he just, he created these fantastic miracles. What had happened was, you know, water had come down on fire and all sorts of stuff and the prophets of Bali went out and slain them all and, you know, he proved God existed to the people of the time. And everyone was standing around watching and they went, God, this is the God, the real God, the real numero uno, the number one person, the creator of the universe. If a God can do that, that's what it's all about. But then he got to the point where he ran away because he thought he was going to get killed. After he'd gone and killed hundreds of prophets of Baal, he decided he'd take off. And he took off basically through to the other part of Israel. So he went 40 days, 40 nights, and ended up in, I'm going to say, the cave. Some of the Bibles will say, the versions will say a cave. I'm going to call it the cave, and I'll tell you why. Because what he was doing was actually copying a pattern, a prayer pattern. Now, what I'm wanting to talk to you about today is probably a little bit deeper than what we might normally talk about in church. We talk about prayer, yeah, and we, we pray and we, we, you know, get on our knees sometimes or, be, you know, you might get beside your bed sometimes and, and get on your knees and pray. This is a little bit deeper and a little bit more subtle. So I pray that you will be able to get some of what's going on here. Now, you've got to remember that here's Elijah doing this and now he's wanting to, he's in a desperate state and he tries to implement now a strategy, a pattern or a, a form, I guess, that he's heard about that was done by Moses. Now, Moses, years before, many years before Elijah was alive, went he rescued the people out of Israel. You might know the story. They all came out of Israel. There were miracle after miracle while they're in through in, into the uh, wilderness. And Moses went up, you know, probably know the story again, to get these tablets, which were the Ten Commandments. 
And when he came back down, what he saw when he came back down was the people down there doing all of these sinful things. And so he got upset. He went back to God. And when he went back to God, he went into a cave. And God said, and this bit's the critical bit. So if we can somehow get our head around this, are we right? Oh, did a dummy go? (laughs) Sometimes I need a dummy too, I think. (laughs) Um, See if we can get this. The pattern that Moses had implemented was to go into this cave and when he went into the cave, God said his glory would come upon Moses. And what happened was his glory did come upon Moses and God passed in front of Moses. This is Moses and glory. So let's come back now to Elijah. Elijah knows this story. He knows that when Moses went to the mountain, he received this glory. God passed by and he was able to get this amazing thing to the extent that when God passed by Moses, Moses' face changed. From then on in, he had to wear something to cover his face because he glowed. And Elijah, in a sense, was jealous. Elijah wanted this. So here he is, a man of God, knows how to pray. He already hears God. He hears God. He's got all the foundations of prayer, the basic stuff. He communicates with God. He talks to God. God talks back to him. He goes and does miracles in God's name, and God honors those. But he hasn't got this bit extra that he's after. So he goes to the mountain, and he hides in the mountain. And God's been telling him, you know, Okay, there's, there's first there's a wind and then there's an earthquake and then there's a fire. So it's all these dramatic things. And then there's a quiet. And so he goes out and I guess in his expect, expectation that he's going to get this glory. Suddenly, oh, you beauty, God's going to move, walk past me now and I'm going to be changed into this person. But he doesn't get it. Because all God says to him is what God said to him before. Moses, oh, Elijah rather, what are you here for? What are you doing here? Go back and do what you're meant to do. Go back and anoint the king and do these things and don't be scared. So he didn't get what he'd gone to get. I don't know if any of you, again, have gotten to the point in your life where you've prayed, you've prayed, you've prayed, you've prayed, and you think that maybe that's not enough. There's more. There's got to be more. And there is more. But the more doesn't come with techniques. The more doesn't come with special ways of copying somebody else. The more comes from our attitude. And our attitude with God, Moses' attitude was different to Elijah's. Moses went to the mountain, into that cave, to pray for the people. 
And his heart was so compassionate for the people that God honoured that and God's glory came upon Moses. Different with Elijah. Elijah went there because he was scared. It's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, God. Gimme, God. I want this, I want this glory. Gimme, 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 just like we had just heard. Gimme the glory. Well, God doesn't just do things for the sake of doing things. So Elijah missed the point of the whole exercise. I'm not going to labour this today because I just hope and I pray that you get this. That wherever you're at at the moment, if you're sensing there's more, more to your spirituality, more than just sitting in a church praying, you know, with words, more than just um, something that is empty but God's out there somewhere. I want to encourage you that, yes, there is more. There is more. But that more will only come as we allow God to change our heart and not put demands on God to perform. We can't go to God and expect God to be our puppet. God is not our puppet. But when we get our heart right with God, we experience beautiful, wonderful things that only God and you can ever imagine, I guess. So I'm going to stop there and I'm going to pray. And I hope you pray with me. And I hope you engage your heart in this as well. Let's close our eyes if it feels comfortable for you. You don't have to, but if that feels comfortable for you, please, by all means, I'll close mine. God, sometimes some of these stories in the Bible we don't quite get. And, and Lord, this is one of them that we might have read before and that we're only now just starting to get a revelation on. We recognise that it's a deeper teaching than what it seems to be on the surface. So we ask very specifically that you do a work in our heart that changes us, that changes our heart towards you and towards others. Something that only you can do to change us, but we are willing we open our hearts to you in the hope that we can receive, not as Elijah wanted it, where he tried to dictate to you, but, Lord, as you would like for us in our situation in, and in our life. So we give our hearts to you this morning, freshly, in a new way, in a way we've never given our hearts to you before, at that deeper place. And as we do, we look for evidence of you around us in the people that we see and the things that we do and we desperately would love to have a closer relationship with you. And we know that that's what you want also. 
So thank you, God, for being there for us and helping us to get to know you better. Amen.